Hello and welcome to Stone Bridge Podcast, episode number 70. I'm Schmitty. I'm Stark. I'm Donner. And I'm Zook. I just realized 70 is kind of a weird number to say. Mm-hmm. It, it Does that mean we have dressing bell bottoms now? No, no. The 70s were an ugly era. <laughs> it was an ugly year for fashion, <laughs> for everything. By, by era, I mean the actual 70s, not, not our 70s. Our 70s are going to be awesome. Our 70s? Well, yeah. The 2070? No, no, no. These 70s. Episode 70, 71, 72. Oh, yeah. Oh. The, ne- the next nine episodes? Next, This episode is going to be epic. Ten episodes. And, and the next one is going to be better. Well, those will be the 80s, and then we can sit around and say, we lo- you know, I love the 80s. Each episode will get ten times better than the last. Well, well, let's, let's, not, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Hey, before we do get too far ahead of ourselves, um, special thanks and co- shout-out to our sponsors, trekradio.net, kryptonradio.com, stitcher.com, and openbookaudio.com. And a big, warm welcome back to our favorite go-to meeting. Yay! Yay! Um, it is summer. Summertime, we want to be home. We want to uh, be on vacation. We don't want to be in the office the whole time, but we still got to work. Uh, GoToMeeting with HD Faces allows you to do this from home. Uh, you can go ahead and host uh, a conference on any Mac, PC, or even your iPad now uh, with up to 25 members or view the webcams of six other people and get work done. And this is the GoToMeeting by Citrix. Yes. Um, it lets you meet face-to-face and really... That's the best way to do it. So, um, I, I, I've said this before, I use it a lot. And I will have to admit, I use it because I tend to fall asleep on calls. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're talking about. I just have you on speakerphone. I'm not paying attention. With HD Faces, I'm actually engaged. We actually have to wait up for the for the for the podcast. <laughs> I'm an old man, but with HD faces, I'm actually engaged in what they're showing, what what's going on. I can talk with them; they can talk with me. It, it's just it brings everything to a whole new level, which is why we recommend it. Uh, for now, our listeners can go can try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. You don't want to wait. You want to go and take advantage of the special offer visit gotomeeting.com click on the try it free button and use the promo code podcast be sure to use the promo code podcast so thank you very much we're happy to have them back indeed Uh, we have feedback oh cool yay Yes, we, we have not been prepped ahead of time for this so it's not uh, so much feedback as it is we've just entered conversation with these guys (laughs) <laughs> it's like we're having a very long, drawn-out conversation with, like, a week-long delay. Uh, <laughs> Mike, a good friend again. <laughs> yeah, Mike first writes off. Um, reminder, last week he wrote us and told us about some interesting mort- immortality news that was coming up from scientists. Uh, message, message subject. Oops. <laughs> uh, Usually that's my line. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was basically... <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, uh, hey! Um, about that whole immortality thing, I misunderstood the man on the radio. The story they were bringing up was from 2009, go figure, anyway. They were saying with all the new medical technology, we have, specifically, we have specifically artificial organs and such, humans should be able to have the ability in 20 years or so to be ageless, thus considered immortal to a degree. My we bad, Mike. <laughs> well, and now in... in you know, he says, my bad. But I remember um, there was actually an interesting, uh, um, I don't know if it's a miniseries. It's not a miniseries. It's just a special with Adam Savage from the Mythbusters, uh, where he's talking about the different technologies and sciences they're working on that allow, allow you to regrow rim, limbs, not rims. Um, <laughs> rim can't be Rim really needs it. Yeah. Uh, regrow limbs, you know, without turning into a horrible 3D, 3D lizard man. Um or cybernetics, or the ability to transfer consciousness, or reverse aging, all these different things. So that's kind of cool. Well, they were talking. We were talking about those three D printers a couple months ago. When the first way I heard about them is when they were going to print a new a heart from your own uh, uh, cells. Well, they they have three D. Yeah, it's not even three D printer. They have jet. Um, 
inkjet printers, instead of ink, it's skin cells. They can print you off fresh skin, and this is, like, perfect for burn victims. The 3D printer I heard about, Stark, was uh, they were rebuilding a trachea. Oh, wow. That's cool. So it's like... That that lady on the smoker commercial, she could use one of those. I know she's trying to teach us something, but she just freaks me out. I concur. All right. Thank you for your letter. Thank you. Uh, Next one is from our friend Ruff. Uh, Reminder, uh, last week he talked about a question from his provider, Cablevision, not allowing him to install stuff on the desktop. And we said, I don't really know if you can block that. It's probably just them being ignorant. That's just being silly, yeah. Well, interestingly, he responded, Thanks for answering my question and discussing my comment, RE Cablevision, their app chat. Um, their app checks if the computer has an external screen, and if it does, it will not install. It is really? a foolproof method of separating laptops and desktops, but it'll work most of the time. Also, I'm not British. I'm Australian. Just about a world of difference, but don't worry about it. Americans <laughs> get totally confused by my accent, and 95% of them will think England. Cheers, Ruff. Ruff, in all honesty, you're not helping with the cheers thing. It just confuses us. <laughs> so he's not from Canada. He's not from England. How, how did he, how did we think we think he was from England? Who said who said that? I did. I did. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and I only said that because I'm an idiot. So it's a <laughs> well, uh, you know, the South Africans say cheers as well. So he's just throwing it all out there now. Wait a minute. I, watched, I say I cheers. Show, I watched a TV show called Cheers. I so. say cheers. My sign off for the show is cheers. I say bloody all the time. Well, that's because you are bloody. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> that's true. I am chopping off the heads of your Highlanders, so. <laughs> what do you want to get that? Well, medium well, I want a bloody. Thanks. Um, back <laughs> to get your, that looked at, man. Back to your Cablevision thing. That is an interesting method I hadn't thought of because your computer keeps that info on what kind of screen it's porting out to. And if it's a laptop, it actually... It refers to it as an internal laptop monitor, and if it's anything else, it could block it. I think that's dumb, but I know that's why. Way dumb. But I know well, why. I'm pretty sure you can circumvent that by just a simple program. Yeah, Ruff, this is why they're doing it. Um, because they're stupid. They are worried that you are going to try and connect your video out to some kind of recording device, so you can record something and pirate it. Dun, dun, dun. Now, of course, you know this is stupid, and we know this is stupid because they're piping it into a computer device that can record by its very nature. <laughs> but it doesn't stop them. I mean, this is the same reason why um, a lot of media centers can't take input from certain cable providers' boxes, why they scramble it, or they start doing the lightning or darkening, or they take out the audio, is because they don't want their signal to pass through a computer that could possibly be used to redistribute their signal. It's also the reason why we're having more and more problems with HDMI as they keep increasing the securities on HDMI. Right. Because they want that one-to-one connection. Now, what they should do is simply say, is simply bump up the system requirements to be HDCP certified. HDCP is what HDMI runs over. Uh, if you want uh, an actual, and I say actual as in not pirated, uh, an authentic, legitimate Blu-ray, you have to play it on HDCP equipment. Uh, standalone players are always that way. A lot of computers have it built in, though, as well. And HDCP checks to make sure the video card, uh, the cable, and the monitor it's outputting to all pass oh, a HDCP. anti-piracy check. And if it doesn't, it won't play the content. So that's what they should do. Because that would allow you to have it on a desktop. Because maybe you have a desktop hooked up to your big screen, right? This would work. Otherwise, um, yeah. So get right on that, Ruff. You go ahead and uh, use your not-British accent. You you call them up and tell them that Zook says. Because <laughs> Zook's got a lot of power. Just look what, he, look, just look what he's done to Rim. So. Exactly. Hey, this guy who personally <laughs> killed Rim and then bought one of their phones. Um, he says. Yeah. Anyway, so that, that's kind of why they're doing that. Thanks for your letters, though, guys. We appreciate it. Keep them coming. Yep. Okay. Um, into our headlines this week. Wait a minute. 
we're missing something. This isn't right. What? We have you... no rim headlines. Oh. I just now noticed that. But rim. Because we do, we, we do, we do have a rim. We have rim news now. Zook is now toting. <laughs> oh, shut up! His new BlackBerry. Ninety-seven, eighty. It burns <laughs> so badly. And he had to buy it himself. Spent a whole twenty bucks on it. So when you say it burns badly, was that from the DI? <laughs> the no, second store. I, I, I happen to have a family member who sells used phones. And he happened to have this. It's not the newest. It's a it's a generation old, which means it's not only five years obsolete, not three. <laughs> and um, yeah, I hate this thing. <laughs> I hate it a lot. Um, but it still has more uptime than the Syrians. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, and that's what I noticed. That's the reason I noticed we didn't have rim news because the spot where we normally have them is filled with Syria. Um, <laughs> Syria took a break from the internet this last week. They just shut down all traffic going from their country to the internet. Maybe they wanted all their people to go outside, you know, experience like first life instead of second life or something. Well, um, first life like, for them this is, is so hot right now. They're like, it's outside. Just go play outside. <laughs> Sounds like my mom. Syria is actually in the middle of massive revolts, similar to what we saw in Libya. Yeah, almost a civil war. Yeah, and uh, they are using uh, they're using social networking, uh, social media, the internet to get their message out, to get the uh, images of what's happening out to the rest of the world. And uh, coincidentally, the government just shut off the internet for it. Not even a didn't, day. Didn't Egypt do the same thing? They tried. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they. Well, let's we'll see. It was for forty minutes. For 40 now, I'm minutes. certain that their AOL account was, wasn't was just suspended for 40 minutes. They, they just forgot <laughs> to pay their GoDaddy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Who's your GoDaddy? <laughs> What's really funny is that no one is really saying, the government's not saying, yes, we hit the kill switch or anything. It was just simply this, oops, sorry, yeah, we were offline. Someone tripped over the cord. But what's even more frightening is the fact that what most people don't realize is all countries have this ability. Every our, country Our has government argued about how they wanted to have this ability. And guess what? Now they do. Well, yeah, that nice executive order we discussed last week. Yeah. That, that, that's what it is. So it's a bad thing when our government agrees with and wants the same rights as the Syrian and Libyan government. When I posted that link about that executive order on my Facebook, a few responses I got back was, they, they already do it with our, like, telecommunications and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, uh, that's not the point. <laughs> the point it doesn't mocking you. <laughs> it doesn't point. make it okay. You yeah. don't know how, how scary it is to be completely cut off from any form of communication. I do. I use a BlackBerry. But <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Is anybody out there? I am our newest running joke. Um, but it's it's kind of a scary thing that's just suddenly, oh, hey, by the way, the government says you don't need to talk to the outside world anymore. Yeah. Your 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 internet's not working. Oh, you can, you have all your contacts on your Android for your Google. Guess what? You can't reach those right now. Um, oh yeah yeah. You wanna you wanna download? You wanna you wanna check some information on Wikipedia? Uh, yeah, you can't do that. Well, and most people use voice over IP of some sort now as well. So, yeah. Um, in financial news, Microsoft posted their first loss since going public. Let me reiterate what that just said. Their first loss loss ever since going public. And just so everybody knows, they went public 26 years ago. 26? I thought it was 30. It says 26 here in the article. Yeah. 26 years. That's a pretty good track record. That's, I don't care who you are. That's a great track record. Yeah. Still kind of a shadow on the horizon considering I'm not hearing a lot of good things about Windows 8 from a lot of co-workers and a lot of people I've been talking to. Well, they're all silly because it is God's gift to <laughs> PC users. They're all yeah, silly. Yeah, the, the BlackBerry. 
and uh, trust me, Windows 8 is awesome. And whether or not you like it, you're going to have to, because it is the future of PC computing. Well, it is. It, it's almost like every other every other OS that comes out from Windows bombs, and the next one is Windows 8. So I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm waiting to see. You know, and here's why I we're getting way off track here. But here's why I think this, that uh, that record is going to that track record is going to no longer apply. Windows 8 is a complete switch up from the Windows system how it was before. It's a whole Wait. new paradigm. Which could be why it bombs. Well, I don't think it's going to bomb. I think what's happening is that they just simply don't know how to market anymore. And Steve Ballmer, not exactly the great salesperson. I mean, well, the it's bad. It failed is because businesses said, no, we're not buying it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can have a home market, but I'm really interested to see if businesses buy Windows 8. But yeah. wait and see. Anyway. Well, and, and the thing is, and I've written about this before, Microsoft actually doesn't make a lot of money on Windows. Never has. It's Office. It's Office and Exchange. That's yep. where their money comes from. Yep, that's true. But it's just simply a it's simply a slow quarter across the tech industry. Um, they did well, not, not not just the tech industry. In fairness, mm-hmm. it's bad everywhere. The whole economy, maybe. <laughs> now, interestingly, um, they pointed out, and I don't know enough about finances to really be able to say exactly how this is, but. What happened is they bought an ad company called um, a Quantiv, and uh, they bought it for about six point two billion dollars or six point three billion dollars a couple years ago, and uh, it never it, it never really took off. It, it 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 turned out not to be the investment they thought it was going to be. This loss isn't necessarily a loss of sales or a loss of advertising. It's them absorbing. And basically writing off the cost. They basically have said it was a complete waste to buy that. There's absolutely no reason to keep them. They're not doing anything for us. We're writing off, writing them off the books. Okay, now I know that we're not the economical people, so that's why I'm asking a very basic question, and I haven't had the, t- the, the urge to go out and do a Google search yet, but I'd like somebody to explain to me what a write-off is. Well, it's not necessarily that they didn't make more money, it's that they had to just kind of, this is my understanding of it, had to write off their assets. They, they basically just say, you know, we're getting rid of this, we're going it, to, it, it's, it's a loss. Yeah. And so we're going we're gonna to say it's a loss and we'll so take a tax deduction. So if it's still there, is, oh, oh, so it's a tax deduction thing, okay. I, I, I think so. All right, Financial like, people, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, I believe... Because, again, that, that's why I'm asking, is because we're not the financial people. Well, and, and from like, what I'm reading here, their share price actually went up. Really? Yeah, their, their share price went up. They're still making money. They're making as much money as before. The only difference is, is that they had to write off this loss. And part of your value, part of your financial report, is all your assets, all your holdings. And they've said, this is no longer one of our holdings. So, boom, immediate $6.3 billion loss. It's not actually lost because it's money that was already spent in 2007. But it's no longer something they can claim as, you know... So they can't claim it as an asset. Right. Okay, that that makes a little bit of sense. Because yeah, I, I hear other companies saying, we're writing this off. And I'm like, okay, if you have a debt, you just can't make a debt disappear. That's, I guess, what was confusing me, so... Unless you're the government. Sure so, you can. Just that get just that... Bigger. Just <laughs> get, get Cousin Louie and... Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go to the cornfield. Don't mind the cement shoes. <laughs> Things disappear all the time. Why you'd have cement shoes in a cornfield, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also in financial news in the tech quarter, um, Apple. Um, this made news, and I am honestly not really sure why. Um, Apple made a profit. Apple sold more iPads than they've ever done. Uh, Apple sold more iPhones than they've ever done before. Apple sold a lot of MacBook Airs. But they didn't do quite as well as analysts expected. And so everyone in the tech world went ape. I have a problem with analysts because aren't like are are the aren't like the oil prices also guessed on by analysts as well? No, I know that's stock futures. So, okay. That's speculators. Spec- 
Hello? Although analysts aren't much better, I don't think. They they, they look at it and they say, oh, yeah, I predict this company's going to do this. And yeah, they, they kind of make up an arbitrary number, and then everyone goes nuts when a company, for whatever reason, doesn't hit that arbitrary number that was just pulled out of the air. So, in other words, these guys are about as intelligent as the sports radio talk show guys who say, oh, yeah, all these teams are going to win just because we say so, and then when the game's actually played and you find out that a different team or a different a different result happens, then all of a sudden everybody's surprised. Actually, I would say those guys are probably have a little bit more educated guesses than most tech analysts. <laughs> or you mean financial analyst people? Yes, Not you're right. Not just tech. You're, you're right, yeah. Not the sports radio talk people. Okay. <laughs> um, into uh, other Mac news. We actually have a lot of Apple news. Um, another Mac virus was discovered in the wild. This is not no, from a test no, lab. No, 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 no. They have, they have no viruses. <laughs> yeah, that security by obscurity is working really well for them. Yeah. Um, this one was actually discovered by a Mac security firm, which I find as a delightful oxymoron. <laughs> yeah. Do they sit there with their with their little sp- spokesperson going, "There are no troops in Iraq"? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the deny it all PR machine isn't so great. Um, <laughs> it, it's from what I understand, it's an actual variation on an existing one, but it is mutated enough to be considered a new one. Uh, it's disguised as a game, screensaver, music file, and then it, it can actually install itself without users even knowing. So Does it start blasting out ACDC at full bore in the middle of the night? Oh, that would be awesome. That's a feature. Did, did you guys hear about that? No. Uh, yeah, apparently hackers hit the Iranian nuclear computers again, and that's one of the things it did is in the middle of the night all their computers started playing ACDC's Thunderstruck <laughs> at 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that kind of virus. Yeah, but could you just imagine the now, guard going, what the, what, what, what is, what is this? <laughs> no, no, because ACDC's okay. Now, if it had been like Billy Ray or Nyan Cat... <laughs> Spinning up next Friday starts playing. <laughs> I can just imagine it spinning up their centrifuges, playing the Nyan Cat like crazy. <laughs> that would be awesome. We need more developers doing viruses like that. Well, <laughs> maybe that's what, accepted. <laughs> maybe that's what Zynga's getting into. I don't know, man. That's well. Speaking of the analysts and whatnot. Oh no, that was a different story. Never mind. We'll get to that in a minute. I think that was the Facebook story. Yeah. Uh, where Facebook actually came in, um, I guess, below expectations. or oh, No, they came in above expectations, yet their stock still hit an all-time low. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good time to be buying them. Like, never. <laughs> Just completely ruined a fast lane. Facebook. Oh, did I, did I see that? Sorry. Fail. Okay, well, at Zynga, stock is down 40%. I'm still wondering why Zynga is even publicly traded. Well, because they've they only been buy more cows. They've only been public for... This is their second quarter being public, isn't it? Or have uh, they been public longer than that? I think they've been public... No, no, it's their second <laughs> quarter. It's the second quarter is a public company. I mean, it says it right there in the article. Yeah, so, I mean... We're all they, dead silent on the air. They, <laughs> I'm it, searching but, on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they haven't been public very long. Their stock shouldn't be Here's, taking 40% hits like they are. It, it should, though, actually. And this is not a financial uh, prediction, because I, I'm horrible with those. But this is um, just kind of, I think, indicative. And it kind of ties into that fast lane you ruined. Zynga well, let's is only just move that the fast lane. That way, I didn't ruin it. Zynga Damn, only works because of Facebook. Yep. If users on Facebook are pulling out of Facebook, if Facebook is losing money, Zynga is losing more money. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Well, I mean, because I know they've got Zynga games on our on our Androids. Yeah, but that who cares? draws something. Zynga. Mm, Zynga owns uh, draw something 
now. They're no longer developing games people want to play. They're now having to buy it. They've turned into EA. They're no longer a game <laughs> developer. They're a game publisher. And mm. they're only publishing. They're only getting games that people want to play on the iPhone, which isn't as popular as it once was. I'm not saying it's not popular. It's not a huge market share, but not as much as it once was. If they're only developing games for Facebook, which people are pulling out of. I mean, until Zynga starts developing, you know, console games or PC games or something that can run independent of a social media site, they're just going to keep going down. Well, now, and it, considering it our be... discussion we've had before, are things going to run independent from a social media site? No. But, you know, <laughs> considering Zynga has basically ripped off all of the titles that made them what they were, it's not like they were ever really a game developer to begin with. Zynga's newest newest game, uh, Powered Armor Soldierville. <laughs> Real <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just... They've ripped off pretty much all of their top titles. So, I mean, I don't... I don't even know that I'd consider them Third a dimensional game, hole, game you developer. <laughs> What was that intradimensional hole jumper? Yes. <laughs> there's, a, there's a blue hole over here and an orange hole over here. Oh, and if you, you know what? The brownie is a lie. <laughs> yeah, the brownie is a lie. That sounds like an episode title. <laughs> I, I don't know. Is It's a lie so much as maybe a misnomer. <laughs> that's good. The only thing that's keeping me from putting misnomer in the title is I'm unsure how to spell it. Um... <laughs> M I haha. You know, it does make me think though that that would actually be a game I'd want to play. Video game Ville. It's like you know, <laughs> we've lost our interdimensional gun, but portal gun. Can you help us find it? Schmitty <laughs> has lost a Spartan. <laughs> you just need to spam eighty of your friends. A Spartan has wandered into your into your crops and killed your livestock. And salted the earth behind them. Yes. Glassed it. It's glassed it. Um, wow, we're just jumping around all over. We're, we're kind of... Um, Jump around! Jump around! Jump. Yeah, we're kind of all over the place tonight. It's kind of fun. Yay, no structure! <laughs> Daddy Mac will make you. Jump. <laughs> okay, um, Sprint. It's been kind of playing fast and loose lately. Well, I don't know if you remember when we talked about when they invested a billion dollars in the iPhone. Yeah, when they finally got the iPhone. And that, right, that right there was a big gamble, and we talked about it. But yeah, well, it recorded an operating loss of $629 million from that gamble. Um, a 40% return. I'm probably using the wrong word there because that, that sounds wrong. But when you don't make back that much that's pretty big uh, they waited too long yeah they, they just really waited too long on a, and frankly I don't really know of anyone who's on Sprint who loves their service I know I've, I've had Sprint before and part of the biggest reason you get a cell phone is so that you can use it when you're stuck in the middle of nowhere and when you have no coverage from one end of Wyoming to the other end of Wyoming, then you're like, why do I even have this? See, and the question I'd ask is, is why are you in Wyoming? Because <laughs> I'm traveling to Denver. You just totally stole my thunder, Zook. Yeah, I think it's the question that comes to everyone's mind. Yeah, it, it's a very good question, because really, unless you're at Yellowstone, why are you in Wyoming? And I know I'm not offending any Wyomingites, Wyominers, because I can see who visits our site and no one from Wyoming visits our site because they don't have technology. Um, <laughs> heck, we had to import our own goat man from California. <laughs> now, Sprint to me is, and I know this is just my own opinion, but when I hear Sprint, I think of the weird guy, who I guess is one of their execs. Yeah, giving me, yeah he's giving me a guilt trip on their black and white commercials as he's, he's the CEO where he's using a blackberry and that right there you know what I'm saying it's it's when you think sprint you think oh you have to use it because your business is making you and you have to do it with this horrible phone that your business is making you no one voluntarily buys phones on sprint 
again, this is my own opinion. This is my own my own observation of it. Because I don't I know a lot of people who have a lot of different service and none of them have Sprint. Also known yeah. voluntarily by his blackberries. True. <laughs> burn. No, it's it's true. There's no burn about that. <laughs> Except the burning you get in your soul as you dial a number on your Blackberry. Yeah, yeah. I think it may be something I caught from the Blackberry. The only problem is that that dialing is by rotary, not by push button. <laughs> here's the thing: is that this is just a bad time for mobile phones in general, and here's why. All the different carriers are still posting their the reports. They don't really know what they're going to do going into the fall season, so their pricing changes will change. AT&T's changing its data structure. Verizon's, Verizon's changing its sharing structure. Sprint is taking a loss. T-Mobile is rolling out new towers. Air, all the carriers are in flux. Furthermore, if you're an Apple fan, you don't want to buy because an iPhone 5 is right around the corner. If you're an Android fan, you don't want to buy because Jelly Bean phones are right around the corner. If you're a Windows fan, you don't want to buy because Windows Phone 8 is right around the corner. And if, for whatever reason, you are a BlackBerry fan, you don't want to buy because supposedly BlackBerry 10, BBX, is right around the corner. BlackBerry fan? I know. <laughs> There's still got to be one of them. It felt weird. It CEO felt probably is one. But it's... All we're going to get from now until the end of fall is bad news coming out of the carriers and de- declining sales from all the different manufacturers because no one wants to buy. Yeah, that's that's true. And and really, you know, if with the economy the way it is, are you going to go out and spend something that you know is going to be obsolete fairly soon? Only if you have to. Yeah. And, those, and that kind of is... People make the money off the savvy shoppers now. This, I think this is like the only time this has ever happened with mobile phones. People aren't buying the prepaids or the 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 feature phones anymore. They all want smartphones. Yeah, and well, people, they even have smartphones as prepaids now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's weird. But the smartphone shoppers aren't doing it just on a whim anymore. So, yeah, people just aren't going to be buying. Um, into cable news. Speaking of stuff people shouldn't be buying. You may have noticed if you had Dish Network, or is it DirecTV? DirecTV. DirecTV. That's one of those satellite ones that I don't have. Um, DirecTV um, has been in a dispute with Viacom over the channels they own. I won't claim to know exactly why. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a rights management issue. But Viacom was threatening to leave DirecTV and take all their channels with them. Well, they Taking did. the ball and going home. Yeah, they did. And it didn't work well for them because no one cared. So they jumped back and said, please take them all back. Here, Here's the, here's all of them. Here's all of them. And DirecTV actually ended up going, um, we didn't have all these channels to begin with. <laughs> What was funny was watching the social media fights on this, on the DirecTV Facebook page. Whoever was running that for DirecTV really should learn how to talk to customers over social media. It was just, wow. Just <laughs> I can't even describe it. Here. Um, well, the whole thing was a little bit embarrassing, really. I don't think Viacom came out looking very good in the in this. I, I, of course, I have a lot of issues with Viacom because, let's face it, they canceled Jericho way too early. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the funny thing is that you know Viacom isn't the parent company, right? It's actually owned by a company called National Amusements. Wow, I hope they didn't spend a lot on that name. It, it just kills me that no matter which company you work for, if you have high enough, that company is somehow owned by some nameless conglomeration that sounds like a, f- a criminal front. <laughs> <laughs> From Go- South Africa. <laughs> yeah, it's like global exports. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, can I talk to James Bond? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Welcome to National Amusements. What do you do? We sell amusements. 
okay. Well, I think another problem is is, is is something I've mentioned before. How many cable channels are turning to clones of other cable channels? Yeah. You probably turn... Oh, there's there's cartoons around here somewhere. Oh, there they are. Oh, there's science fiction around here somewhere. Oh, there they are. Oh, there's comedy around here somewhere. Oh, there, there it is. Well, I think you know, a big I, problem is also a lot of these channels, all of them are moving to reality TV programming, which in itself is a bad thing we've talked about, but also it's like, oh, okay, so, like, one of them, MTV was cut. Guess what? No one watches MTV anymore, because all it is is the same reality programming as every other channel. Back in my day, the M actually stood for music. (laughs) It's like, okay, so Nickelodeon was one that was cut. Okay, kids programming, but you know what? There's Disney XD, there's Disney, there's Cartoon Network... Comedy Central. No one really watches that anymore except for South Park, unfortunately. Uh, Daily MP- Show. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Daily you Show get that Col- off Colbert of, Report. Uh, and you can get that off of Hulu Plus. Yeah, you can get full episodes. Um, MTV, BET, Spike. Who cares? Spike, Spike hasn't been relevant since ever, ever since they've dropped uh, uh, MXC. See, and I thought that Spike stopped being relevant when they named themselves Spike. <laughs> I think you have a point there. The network for men. <laughs> who, who pronounce it America? Okay, so <laughs> into cutting cable news. YouTube has decided to. Uh, well, it's actually Google who's been doing this through YouTube, but they are now prompting you, and I've already seen it. Many other people have seen it too. Uh, they want to change your YouTube profile to be your real name. So, yeah, they cut yeah. down on trolls, I guess, in the comments is what I understand. Here's the thing, no, though. No, 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 no. This is only going to affect people, and they're already noticing it. It's not really making an in, a, a dent. It's only going to affect people who know better and are doing <laughs> this secretly. You know, And most trolls don't. Most pe- trolls don't know better. That's why they're trolls, because they're stupid. Yeah. Or they're nine. (laughs) (laughs) And mommy's not there to watch them. Yeah, which makes them inherently stupid. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's some good points there. I I mean, it's kind of cool, and people will say, well, hey, it's an invasion of privacy. Yes, that could be considered true. However, it could also be considered that when you voluntarily leave a comment somewhere, you have just given up a bit of your privacy. Which is yeah. an, which is an interesting argument that might be worth having sometime. Well, we want to hear what our listeners think about it, too. Feedback at StolenDroids.com But, you know, I didn't do it because I don't comment on YouTube videos all that often, but I also don't want people to be able to search for my videos by my real name. Yeah, I can see that. So, you know, because there's a lot of people who upload videos that they just take for directly from their phone. Oh, here's my kid's birthday party. You know, maybe they marked it as private, or maybe they marked it. You know, maybe they only want to send it to certain people. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's why I did, and I I know that's specific to me, but so there's that. Um into Apple versus Samsung news. We talked about it last week where a UK judge ruled that obviously Samsung didn't copy Apple because the iPad just isn't the iPad is just too cool. Samsung's offerings aren't nearly as cool as the iPad, therefore they did not copy them and he wants them to do a public apology. Well, in the US, interesting news has come to light that Samsung knew they were going to go to war against Apple. And in, and in doing so, preemptively cut all ties and truces with all their other hardware providers, Qualcomm being the major one, so they could go to war with Apple. Now, let me explain that. Qualcomm makes the 3G chips that Apple uses. Qualcomm also has a truce with Samsung that the two of them would not sue each other for their use of 3G, because they both developed the same 3G standard. These are called FRANs, uh, friendly non-competes, basically. And they're necessary in the tech world, so multiple companies can all agree on a standard and stick to it. Well, Samsung wanted to sue Apple over 3G, 
but couldn't because Apple's only using the 3G chipsets provided to them by Qualcomm, so they cut ties with Qualcomm just so they could sue Apple. Hmm. So interesting to see how all the dominoes stack up. Mm-hmm. Um, we also found out this last week that uh, Google flat out told Samsung ahead of time that it's not a good idea to make this device look like this. It looks too much like an iPad. It's not a good idea. Don't do it. That's a little bit... Um, yeah, that's bad news there. It's pretty it's damning pretty, right there. That is... And Samsung went ahead with it anyway. Uh, we also found out, and this is probably the biggest nail in the coffin, that uh, a judge has been telling Samsung to stop deleting all their emails regarding the matter. And they've been doing it anyway. <laughs> Supposedly, Samsung claims that they have a corporate policy in effect that all email is deleted off of all servers after two weeks. Ooh. Which I call bull on but even after this uh, court case started and the judge told them, okay, well, change it. You know, archive your email. You can't be doing this. Uh, they've been doing it anyway because, you know, hard drives are so expensive for a multi-billion dollar company now. They are. They are. The In- prices just keep going up and up. Interesting little fact. Little known fact, actually. The more incriminating the evidence you have on your computer is the more expensive hard drives suddenly are. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's got to be some sort of um, like, there's got to be some sort of theory or something behind that. (laughs) Okay, well that's our headlines for, uh, for the week. We had a lot of them. We did. It was a busy, busy news week. Yeah. And strangely, not about uh, any of the stuff we're used to. Um, I know, it's all finance stuff. We need, like, a finance nerd to, like, handle this for us, because heaven knows it ain't me. And Stolen Droids Finances news, um, we need some. <laughs> we need finances? I do. Yes. <laughs> all right, let's just jump straight into the fast lane here. Um, I'll go first here. Jack Coleman known as horn rim Glasses from Heroes, will be joining the cast of Castle for next season. Uh, surprise, surprise, he's possibly a bad guy. Does he run a paper company? <laughs> a new iPhone case has been developed with a built-in battery, which allows it, ch- it to charge the phone. It also allows you to stun attackers with 65,000 volts from two contact points. Contact points that you put next to your head when actually choosing the phone. Expect to see some hilarious VR <laughs> stories coming from this. <laughs> Mute button. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Microsoft has officially come out and stated they are sick of having to protect everyone from Java malware. Their new official stance states in no uncertain terms, update it or stop using it. Uh, Stark just dropped offline, so I'll go next. Uh, the federal government has filed a suit and retailers have stopped carrying the popular geek toy Buckyballs because of perceived safety hazards. Looks like if you want to choke on a toy, you'll now have to settle for Legos or simple marbles. Facebook's stock has hit a new low despite meeting second quarter earning estimates. At $24 a share, is, is this a stock to buy? Doubt it. As alluded to earlier. Yes, <laughs> and astronaut Sally Ride died this week of pancreatic cancer at age 61. No snarky comments here, just a farewell to an American hero. Indeed. And I will not repeat what I said in the pre-show. <laughs> Probably for the best. Please do not. If you want to know what I said in the pre-show, write us at... No. I'll probably forget it after I go to sleep tonight. Okay. um, Our talking point this week is unfortunately um, some sad news. Uh, Everyone by now is familiar with what happened in Aurora, Colorado. uh, The shooting that happened at the premiere of Dark Knight Rises. Uh, And we just kind of wanted to address that for, uh, for a bit here. Um... You know, what can we say that hasn't already been said in a lot of news outlets? Surprisingly, we still don't know a lot about this. I mean, it's been almost a full week at at the time we record this. Well, you know, it's funny, though, because you look at some of the news outlets, and the fact that they didn't know anything didn't stop them from reporting stuff. Yes, Uh, and it also (laughs) didn't stop a lot of different political agencies from... 
taking their spin on it. This is why we you should know, ban guns. No, this is why we shouldn't ban guns. You know, I, I in all my life have never. I mean, I've I've seen quite a few tragedies, unfortunately, in my day. Um, being as how I'm older than everyone here except for Stark, who I'm sure. I mean, the flood had to have been a big story with him. But uh, <laughs> he's actually <laughs> offline now, so you now are the oldest one on here. <laughs> <laughs> and when he listens to this, he's going to say, wait, what? Um, but yeah. Uh, it's not that bad. I, ha- I have... <laughs> we had two of every animal. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I could not believe just how irresponsible the reporting was on this. Indeed. I mean, just, it, it amazed me. And, you know, it was interesting because you could tell that... The, that the press really had nothing to report. They were talking with the shooters, um, some people that lived in his building. And on Saturday, they're they're interviewing these people, and I, I see them say something along the lines of, "Well, have you did did you know him? You know, you lived just below him. Did you know him?" And they're like, "Well, no, we didn't even know he lived in our building." We only saw him, like, once walking in the hall, and, oh, well, what kind of person was he? I mean, that that's just stupid, lazy reporting right there. Well, and unfortunately... They just said they don't know him. The, uh, Why are you asking? Unfortunately, the side effect of such lazy reporting is a lot of people start to draw conclusions, and it has led to quite a bit of panic about the movie, about maybe comic book movies, or violence in movies, or... Um, interestingly, and, and this is not original, I actually pulled this from a Twitter feed that I forget where I got it from, and I reheard it again from another popular podcast, Geek Show Podcast. Uh, I'd be amiss if I said I, I found it all on my own. Uh, but the the statement was, it's like, he, he, I find, and I'm paraphrasing, I find it funny that in Amer- only in America a man dressed in the costume goes into a theater with the guns and the theater bans costumes. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, AMC Theaters has now banned costumes. You can't wear yeah. costumes anymore. Because um, tactical gear is very much like cosplay. Mm. Um, uh, very much so. Now the question kind of is, and we still don't know, is... Did he do this to make a statement? Was it something about the movie? We honestly don't know. People, of course, have had theories and uh, conspiracy nuts have gone nuts. And, oh, he was a member of this terrorist group. Oh, he was just mentally insane. All these other little things have come up. We don't know. Um, But it does raise some dark things. If it is something about the movie... What could it be, and will this make filmmakers a little bit more worried about making the dark and gritty, you know, stories? Well, you know, it's interesting because people have been blaming. You've always got to have someone to blame, um, especially in the media. They always have to have somebody to blame. Media and politicians got to put the blame somewhere. And for years, they've been demonizing video games. They've been demonizing, I mean, music. I mean, you name it, it gets demonized. But they keep making it. They keep doing this stuff. I'm a child of... I I grew up watching the -the over-the-top violent movies of the 80s that were just absolutely awesome. And so I'm like totally desensitized to this stuff you know violence doesn't bother me like say it bothers my wife because I'm desensitized but I'm smart enough to know that I am desensitized and I'm also smart enough to know this is all make believe Yeah, that's not normal human behavior no it's not unfortunately it has led to some other normal human behavior Um, an attendee is suing Warner Brothers for making movies too violent which, but yet, which I, is completely stupid. If you don't want violent movies, if you don't want to see violent movies, don't go see them. Wait, which my immediate thought is this must only happen in France. Um, <laughs> uh, but then that leads to the next news is that in Europe they're considering not showing the movie. And I, I'm, I'm amiss because I, 
I heard that headline shortly after the, the shooting happened, so they may have already launched in Europe by the time we're recording here, uh, and certainly by the time you're hearing this. But it's like, I... I don't think it was the movie, people. I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't the movie. Considering the movie had... It was in its first showing. It was a midnight show. People didn't know what it entailed. They had some ideas. Now, granted, it, it would be... Even though we are defending the movie, even though we're all geeks, at the same point, at some level, we understand, yeah, this is more likely happening here. We would all be much more shocked if this was like, you know, the the Yaya Sisterhood or something like this. You know, the Sisterhood of Traveling Pants and a shooting breaks out. We would all be just completely flabbergasted. But see, watching those, that just makes me want to shoot people. See, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not to make light of it, but wow. I mean, that kind, those kind of movies just... I can't take them. <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, Stark's back. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, stupid power bump. <laughs> he <laughs> just didn't want to say any like, fast lane. Refill my cup. Stark! <laughs> um, You'll have to listen things- to the nice little arc joke I made about you. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure I'll be listening to this on Monday, and I'll probably like, grrr, or something when, I, when this part comes up. So, um, But go, going back to the topic, one of the things I wanted to bring up regarding part of the situation that, that's happening here is that I ended up actually writing a letter to the editor about this, and I, I would actually like to have, I'd actually like to encourage a lot of other, other people to uh, uh, write in. Uh, in fact, I did a, I, I was a, a guest on, uh, the, the 10 Forward podcast that recorded last Sunday night, the Sunday night before this, and I ended up doing a good... You know, they, they, let, they let me go for a good almost five minutes of talking about how uh, how we were affected by some of this stuff. One of the things that really bugged me, because you know, we're talking about people overreacting on certain things, is how the news outlets, the news corporations... NBC in particular on this one because they have to be first because they have to interview somebody because they have to say something they have to throw something up on the screen so that the eyeballs suddenly turn and watch their station so that then they can turn around and have a shampoo commercial pop up they'll interview anybody they can get a hold of well sometimes you don't have someone who can speak without thinking or maybe they maybe they're fully prepared or maybe they're just some they they just got this like room full of experts and they just go grab some guy and here we're gonna throw you on the air next and you're the so and so expert expert yeah. now almost like they do on the daily show. Zoner actually Zoner actually uh, touched on that <laughs> while you were offline and but but the dark tricky like person comment yeah. that, that they made. Yeah it was the problem is, is that unfortunately, this has happened in the worst for, for the geek community. This is a tragedy in more than one ways. It's a tragedy in general. The people that died didn't need to die. The people that were injured didn't need to be injured. It's just it's a mindless tragedy. It's also a tragedy on the flip side because it impacts the geek community that in, in such a way that everyone who's not looks at us now like, oh, see, see, we told you those games, those movies, you know, just another crazy geek, you know, I'll bet you that there is at least now, after some of those news reports, there's at least a few hundred people now that are just waiting for the next shooting to happen at a comic convention or some other premiere, and it's it hasn't really helped us in the public eye. Not that that's the most important thing, I understand, Still, the tragedy part far outweighs anything else, and it it really does just make me sick. And part of yeah. it is because like that we look at ourselves as as family. You know, I, I go to Denver a lot. We were talking about Sprint and, and Wyoming and driving to Denver earlier. I go to Denver a lot because of Starfest. Starfest is a really great convention. I know a lot of the fans that are over there. These types of fans would have gone to a midnight movie. When I found out about this, I was instantly calling people and texting people and, and hopping on the social media saying, hey, can I get people to check in and, and let me know you guys are okay? Because we care about each other. This guy didn't care about anybody. He's not He's not a cosplayer. He was not really thinking, you know, he, he, he didn't show up in an actual Joker costume. 
no matter what the different news reports yeah, no say. matter what the in fact the cosplayers are basically having to fight back going we're not him we're we actually do things in fact there's a, there's going to be there's going to be a make a wish rubber ducky derby coming up in a in a month here in Utah that a whole bunch of cosplayers are going to show up to basically try to say hey listen we're here to help and give back to our community and that's what the science fiction community really does is they give back to their community and they are they are a sense of family and it's a, it's a circle so it's a social circle yes you're going to have some bad apples yes you're going to have some some nut jobs Tell me the sports fans that don't have nut jobs in their situations, or the soap opera watchers, or the or the, the, the Twilight fan. Well, that's almost the entire community. But uh, <laughs> not anymore. But, you heard she had an affair. Uh, yeah, but her expression still didn't change. <laughs> um, but wow. But basically. It affected people psychologically. It affected people because of the tragedy and the loss of life and, and, and the like. But it also affected a very large community mm-hmm. that that felt for the people in Colorado. Indeed. Yes. Now, uh, we did want to touch on some other things, some positive things. Uh, Christian Bale, uh, who plays Batman, obviously, did go and visit the victims himself. Sounds up to him. On his own accord, yeah. Uh, on his own accord. You know, yeah, people... It, it, People fact, give him th- crap after that whole yelling at a grip thing or whatnot, and he might be a little too intense on the set. I don't know, but it was still a stand-up thing to do. You know, I think it's interesting because Warner Brothers came out, and they almost seemed to distance themselves from the, from his actions. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, he's he's not representing Warner Brothers. He is doing this because, you know, he's doing it. It has nothing to do with us. Heck, I'd be taking credit for that all day long if I were them. Yeah, I'd be sending out all the other stars, too. Yeah. Um, And also in positive news, the gentleman who did this uh, has been in solitary confinement ever since. The only pictures you saw of that were people's personal photos. You know, he he didn't want the news there. Yeah. Um, But uh, the guy who did this has been in solitary confinement ever since uh, he was taken into custody. Because, as it turns out, all the other inmates want to kill him. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not just you know exaggerating uh it turns out there's a few things you shouldn't do uh around other prisoners uh prisoners will jump on you uh if you've ever harmed uh, a woman depending on the prisoners obviously uh and all of them will go after you if they find out you messed up a kid mm-hmm. yeah yep there's and, a lot of fuckers in prison yeah and uh, a theater full of kids watching a comic book movie he's in for some hard times in prison, and uh, he deserved it. So yeah, he, you know, he'll he'll get what he's got coming. I have I have no doubt about that. You know, he may cop a plea deal and and say, yeah, I'm crazy. I mean, it's already come out. He's playing the amnesia card, um, but he'll get his. Don't worry about it. You know, it may be. In the shower one day, a shiv between the third and fourth rib. You never know. So, yeah. All right. Well, into our favorites, into some lighter news. We need to hurry it up because we're running a bit late here. Um, mine comes from Gizmodo. It's a hilarious video that has come out of India. Uh, India is showing off one of their new howitzers, very deadly cannon, uh, after some upgrades. Looks very, very mean, menacing, except for the line-dancing soldiers next to it. <laughs> um, that's really the best way to do this. I, every military has their own dress, their own performance style. Evidently... Um, India's performance style involves jazz hands. It's it's river and, dance. And, and the dance dance revolution. They are yeah, they are river dancing around this cannon. It's <laughs> at about the four minute mark, Schmidt just about lost Jeez. his dew out of his nose. I almost came out of my seat laughing. It's bad. You gotta go check it out. So enjoy. Very yeah, cool. <laughs> it was it was awesome. Um my f- favorite this week is um, further evidence that Hollywood is out of ideas. I've talked about it a lot on the show, how I think Hollywood is just out of out of fresh ideas. They Someone has, t- I think it was a Funny or Die, has taken uh, a bunch of clips from 3D movie trailers and plays them side by side and shows you that basically every movie is the same. And so check it out. It's it's pretty entertaining. 
Uh, my favorite uh, is a branch off of one of my favorite web comics. The guy who does XKCD has uh, just opened up a new section called What If. It's where he takes your hypothetical questions and uh, answers it with with uh, real Newtonian physics. Um, and uh, he's only done it for four weeks now. He does it every Tuesday. Um, and the uh, latest one is uh, what would happen if you took a mole of moles together. So the unit of measurement um, versus the small furry critter. Uh, he uses real real physics and uh, real. He does all the math on it. Really awesome. Uh, check it out weekly. All right, my favorite this week is that I had to steal this before Zoner uh, and his nerd rage went ahead and, and, and grabbed it. Uh, it's a parody of the the song "What Happened to the Person That I Used to Know" or whatever whatever that is. Somebody I used to know. Goatee song. The Goatee song. Yeah, I, I've never even heard of the artist before. Now, in fact, if it wasn't for parodies, I probably wouldn't even know what 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 popular music is out there. But it's called "What Happened to the Star Wars That I Used to Know," and uh, very well done. It is a little kind of freaky the first 10 seconds of the, of the video but uh, then I, when I watched the original video I kind of understood why they did it that way but uh, I, I actually thought the, the, the song was kind of catchy very cool yep. alright um, that is our show this week uh, thank you everyone for your feedback we'd love to hear more feedback at StolenDroids.com you can also find us on Twitter on Facebook or just uh, hit us up at StolenDroids.com and use the form there Shout out to our sponsors, GoToMeeting.com, Stitcher.com, OpenBookAudio.com, CryptonRadio.com, and TruckRadio.net. Uh, until next week, cheers. End of line. One to beam up. Good day. Technologic.